Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. The journey far from over. Heavy I'm obsessed with this game. Enough is never enough. Caleb Hurts, what a run! Touchdown! It's about taking it to another level. The only direction is to rise. Makes the catch! It was fun. Everybody in their opinions, they don't deposit at the bank. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app, ESPNU. We're on your smart speakers. They play ESPN. You can download the podcast on the app. Just click more on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio. You can find us right there. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. You can join the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. We've been asking all morning who is the MVP at this moment, at this moment. It's a two-horse race. Doesn't mean that Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, someone else might not enter the conversation. At this moment, it's Mahomes or Hurts. And speaking of MVPs, Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, is with us now. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, man. I like that. See, Coach knows how to rally the troops. Says, good morning, men. Already ready. You feel like you got to prove something. Uh, Coach, who's MVP so far this year? You would say... Because the bar has been risen so high, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes is the guy that everyone's looking at. He's, he's the best quarterback in the league, one of the best players in the league. There's no doubt about that. Um, but that's the standard of which we measure everything. Uh, I think Jalen Hurst is, 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 has to be in consideration. It might be the MVP for what he's done for that football team, uh, in my opinion, just watching him play and watching how he's progressed from the beginning of the season to right now. And granted, he's on a very good football team. Uh, he's got a, he's got an outstanding defense. Um, he's got he's got good players around him. But I think going into this season, no one anticipated uh, Jalen to be able to throw the ball as well as he's thrown the ball down the stretch. And that's where I see the improvement with him. And he's a you know he's a dual threat. There's no doubt about it. He can make plays with his legs. He can run, uh, make a lot of plays when that offense is you know bogged down a little bit. But him throwing the ball down the field with accuracy is something that that he's really improved on. Mahomes, you expect what Mahomes is doing. I mean, it's just that's what you expect because he's the best player in the league. I mean, it's bottom line. When you, when he does stuff, you just go home. The only thing I'll say about Mahomes, he is so he is so talented and so good with this offense that at times they're careless with the ball. They're they're careless with the ball and and they turn the ball over. And in the playoffs, when you play teams equal equally and you give them extra possessions and you're playing against a good quarterback, uh, that could cost you. He always had that little farve in him. I mean, that's part of his magic and his electricity is that loosey-goosey, you know, backyard stuff. But he's far – like, even when he's a little careless with the ball, he has one of the best 
touchdown interception ratios of anyone who ever lived, given the number of touchdowns he's done. He's almost five to one. Whoa. So, I mean, like that pass we just showed on ESPN, you right now, coach. Yep. That no look oh. shovel. He does stuff that's like Josh Allen's perfect. It's not enough, right? right. Like guys are perfect, and because he has like some extra dimension. Uh, no doubt, any any any, he can put his arm in different slots to throw the ball. That's what's amazing about the guy. He can throw it sideways. He can throw it overhand. He can throw it every way he wants to throw the ball. He can back arm it. <laughs> he just does what he does. But but here again, uh, when you get in in playoff competition, and, and you give another quarterback that that in the in the playoffs you're going to face some good quarterbacks that have the ability. You give them an extra possession that could cost you. Yeah, Coach, I think one of the key things that you just mentioned right right there when we're talking about Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts, you mentioned taking care of the football. And one of the things that Jalen Hurts has done a phenomenal job of this season is taking care of the football. He's only threw three interceptions. Uh, versus when you look at a Patrick Mahomes who had three interceptions in one game yesterday versus the Denver Broncos, I think that's one of the things that separates the two from me is when you look at Jalen Hurts and how he's operating, granted he does have a better team around him, uh, you can basically right now pretty much count on him not making the mistake of being the reason why this Eagles football team is actually going to lose. Yeah, and, and I think this. I think no one anticipated him to him to throw the ball as good as he's he's throwing the ball right now. I mean, there, there's some throws he makes that you go, wow. I, I didn't know he had that in him, right? Just because we hadn't we hadn't seen it before. Yeah. But but he's playing at a high level, and I think there's a lot of quarterbacks in this league playing at a high level. And the receivers in this league are unbelievable. Some of the catches these guys make now to the boundary, it, it just it, you see it every week. There's two or three catches, and you go, how did he catch that, right? And, and but that's what they do now. Yeah, by the way, last night, Justin Herbert made throws. Everyone's talking about how great the throw was. When I was a kid, they'd be like, ooh, they're lucky the receiver caught that. And now you expect the receiver to make those plays? It, it, it's unbelievable. Now, a lot of it is the receiver. A lot of it is bad DB play of not locating the ball. <laughs> well, that, like that's a, another thing I yes, wanted to ask yes. you, though, Coach. Oh, boy. <laughs> it drives me crazy now. When I watch that mess, I go, wait a minute, man. Oh, come on now. I don't like that mess. One of the things that I think the Eagles are doing a great job of and um, – it's going to this empty set, right? Mm-hmm. And they're putting A.J. Brown to the field, or sometimes they're putting A.J. Brown to the boundary and Devontae Smith, and sometimes they'll put a tight end and Devontae Smith to the boundary. And they're literally picking on teams week in and week out because now you have a your what your third or fourth corner or a linebacker or a safety trying to guard Devontae Smith. Why are teams aren't why, why aren't they picking up on that more? in understanding what the Eagles are trying to do in those, in, in, in those uh, formations. Well, I, I don't know if it's not knowing what they're trying to do. It's just, you know, they, they expose you when they open the formation. Yep. I mean, you, you know that as a former player. Okay, well, I open this formation. Who's going over there? Is it man or is it zone? That's what they're doing it for. I, 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 if it's zone, I'm going to attack this. If it's man, I'm going to attack this. And so they make you show your hand defensively because when they open the formation, you get some one-on-one matchups that you like. And you look at it and you go, okay, I'm going to throw it over here. And, and and it used to be the old saying it was a 50-50 ball. It's not it, – it's 80-20 now. It's 80-20 offensively. They throw it up there, it's 80-20. Guy catches it, somebody's going to get past interference. And before you wouldn't even think about throwing a ball like that. You would not think about throwing a ball in that tight of a window down the boundary where there's no room for the guy to operate. They're throwing back shoulder throws at 20 yards. It's just like, it's just what they do. They just throw it up there and the guy jumps up and catches the ball. Yeah, I think one of the greatest examples of, of one of those plays you're talking about, I look at the game last week when, when, when they were playing, right? 
and you have Devontae Smith on a uh, a deep corner route who's wide open. We call it a sail route, yep. right? And then you have a go route by A.J. Brown, which is normally particularly a clear-out route for, 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 for that sail route. Yep. And Jalen Hurst says, you know what? I trust A.J. Brown so much that I'm not going to throw this wide-open sail route. I'm going to throw this go route. And he wins the, you call it 80-20, coach. You play DB. I call it 100-100, baby. I play receiver. <laughs> yep. he, he throw him that 100-100 ball, and a big-bodied wide receiver goes up and make that play. It's the trust, and it's just the, the courage to throw those balls when you do have other guys wide open. Yeah, you're right, and and you can see it just unfold. He just has so much trust that the guy's going to – and here again, it's all game plan. It's all watching tape, figuring out who do I have that's covering this guy and how does he play the ball. And it, it's, it's becoming, a, it's becoming a, a lost art of guys running downfield, defenders of when to turn, how to turn, and to play the ball. I've always said this. When the ball leaves the quarterback's hand, it has no one name on it. It has NFL and the commissioner's name on it. It doesn't belong to anybody. It's a free ball. And how you play the ball will say a lot about your ability as a secondary to make plays or or give up plays. Yeah. Coach Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst, with us from Bristol. Keyshawn, J. Will Max, Harry Douglas in Seaport, New York, with me right now. Key and Jay back tomorrow. Um, Coach, Key was asking for really all season and accused by – Tua supporters of being anti-Tua. But he was really asking, and and he had a reason to be skeptical because oftentimes it works out this way. Is the Miami high-powered passing offense portable to places like San Francisco where you're going to face that defense? Less or so the Chargers, but also on the road against a good team. And then especially in, you know, minus six degree weather in Buffalo next week, right? Is it portable? Because you got to do that in the playoffs if you want to win. And so far... The answer is no, or has been no. Have teams figured out Tua and the Miami offense? Well, they figured out the structure of what they're trying to do. And this offense attacks the inside of the numbers. 80% of their throws are inside the numbers. They're going to force you to throw outside the numbers now. And that's not the offense. And San Francisco did it. And again, yesterday we saw it again. They're stacking the box inside. They're asking to hook players if it's zone and a safety coming down. They're going to sit inside. They're not going to allow you to throw the ball inside the numbers. And, and, that's, and that's why two is holding the ball. They're going to make him throw the ball outside the numbers. I mean, that's the bottom line. This offense attacks you inside. The, when you see all those big plays, they're, they're, they're benders inside. They're coming across. They're seam routes. He hit a go yesterday, but they're going to live with that. They're going to say, you can throw the go. You ain't going to hit that enough times. But it's the inside ability of these receivers that you have. If it's zone, they get matched up on a linebacker, they catch it in the crease, and they run off with it. You saw it against the 49ers. First two plays, they, were, they, they, they got creased. One was man-to-man where the safety just jumped on the over, and, and it was three-deep zone. And the other one was just three-deep zone, and they ran trips over there, ran number two right up the seam and hit him, and he ran for a touchdown. So teams now are taking the inside of the numbers away from the Miami I mean, that's Dolphins. That's what Tyreek did when they got lucky on the when, when they stripped they stripped the ball. Should have been Chargers possession. Ty winds up in Tyreek's hand, takes it right up the crease, right up the right up the sideline. Yeah, it's just, you know, and, and, and they don't run the ball enough where you feel like you they're go, gonna coach. threaten you running you the go. ball. They're relying too much on you know, and, and, and look, this is what happens with coaches, especially young coaches. Coach has done a marvelous job there. I mean, he he's he, he might be considered as you know the MVP coach of the year, what he's done. But here's the problem: when you run the ball, at times you make a yard, and it's ugly. I can go back and throw the ball to one of these receivers 
for a five-yard catch, and he might run off a 30. So you get caught up in that. And before you know it, you're throwing it a little bit too much, and you're putting the offensive line at a disadvantage because now they're playing catch. Offensive linemen don't want to play catch. They want to fire off and hit guys in the mouth first. And when you're not allowing them to do that, they become soft. Right, your offensive line becomes soft because there's always in this pass pro, and they're always sitting back. They're, they're either they're on not, your heel, you're either attacking or you're being attacked. Yeah, and linemen don't want that. They don't right. want to do that. They want to attack. They, they want to hit somebody, right? And so when you watch them play, they they abandon the run too soon. They're one dimensional, coach. That, that that was my thing. They're so one dimensional, and then when you become one dimensional, you take away Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Where is she going to go? And that's a situation one, that they've run into. This is one of the reasons where, why like experience and scouting and coaching and having played is important to balance out analytics, right? And in yes. fact, ultimately, analytics should take all yep. this into account, right? Because, because on the one hand, well, pass plays yield this return and therefore you should pass ball and everything. But on the other hand, the people who've played the game and really understand it, understand that for profound reasons like – the offensive line is on their heels oh. instead of uh, on their toes, right? And so and instead of going forward, they're getting pushed back. Instead of hitting somebody, they're getting hit. And so in those high leverage moments, when you need them to do something, they're, not in, they're less likely to be able to deliver. And that doesn't play in the playoffs. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Get a business insurance quote online in as little as six minutes. Visit ProgressiveCommercial.com. Oh, it's time for fill in the blank, Shannon. All right, here we go. I'll ask you guys a series of questions. You Simply enough, like the title says, you got to fill in a blank. Coach Edwards, we will start with you. The NFL Head Coach of the Year is blank. Who you got, Coach? Uh, Mike McDaniels. I'm going to give it to him. I think he's done a marvelous job in Miami. Yeah, I'm going to go with Brian Dable. Uh, what he's been able to do with this football team, 7-5-1 and one right now, uh, a, a lot of his players uh, – uh, he's deficient in some ways. Guys are hurt, receivers, d- doesn't have a number one right now. So I think what he's been able to do with his football team and changing the culture has been phenomenal. I'm a Giants fan, but I, I don't know if I'm being biased now or not. All I can tell you is I think it's, my, I think it's um, Dable by a lot. And I'm saying this, I think Sirianni's done a great job. Coach just mentioned Mike McDaniel, first time head coach, first great job. Lots of guys have done really, really good jobs. Brian Dable is working with very little. And, he, and if you hear him at the press conference ask, answer questions, at, t- talk to his own players on the sidelines and own coaches, the, everything he's done as a Giants fan, I don't want any other coach. I, want my, I, like, I love this guy, and I think he is making lemonade out of lemons this year. I think, I think he's the coach of the year so far. Yeah, they're overachieving. There's no doubt yeah. about that. The final two NFC playoff spots belong to blank. Now, I'll mention this. The Lions, Giants, Commanders, and Seahawks are separated by a game and a half. So, once again, Coach, the final two NFC playoff spots belong to blank. Mm. Lions and the Seahawks. That's who I'm going with. Mm. I think the Lions are – you don't want to play the Lions right now. And if you look at their schedule, eh, they play really good at home too, by the way. Yeah, for me, I'm going to go with the Washington Commanders and the New York Football Giants, and here's why. Those two football teams had a tie game. Recently, I think that tie game is going to actually play a factor down the stretch. Now, the Lions have beaten both of these teams. So if it would have came down to a tiebreaker, the Lions would have won that tiebreaker. But the simple fact that they, they have that tie, I think both of those teams are getting to the playoffs. I think you both make outstanding points. And I might even normally side with Coach here, except that I'm a Giants fan. And oh, yeah. I, want, I want those young <laughs> players that they drafted to get this playoff experience so bad this year, even if it's one and done probably. 
But I just gotta, I just gotta root for my Giants and say Giants are gonna make it. And I'll go with the Commanders too for the reason you point out, Harry. But I, I suspect Coach might actually be right. All right, let's head to the AFC. The Uh-oh. final playoff spot in the AFC belongs to blank. And I'll mention this. The Jets, the Patriots, and the Chargers are separated by one game. So who you got, Coach? The final playoff spot in the AFC belongs to blank. Ooh, this is hard. This is really hard. I, I, I filled in the Chargers, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> I, I, I really don't. I just, I, I got I to gotta go, go with my Jets. I had to go with my Jets. Harry Douglas? Yeah, I'm going with the uh, the Jets as well. Uh, I just don't trust the Chargers. I think at some point they're going to find a way to mess it up. The New England Patriots, I don't see them making the playoffs. I actually said that before the season even started. I like this Jets defense. I also like the toughness of Mike White. I, I love what I've seen from him. Coming out of halftime the first time this year, they actually scored a touchdown on a out of halftime drive. So I'm going with the Jets. By the way, I just got to say, not in a weird, freaky thing like someone's thigh bone is snapping or something. Someone gets hit to some weird angle. In terms of just a clean hit, I'll always remember that sack. Mike White is such a tough SOB. He no. took an all-time great hit, like the kind that LT used to lay on guys when Ooh. the game really got violent. Watch I'm talking about beyond <laughs> Deacon Jones and these kind of guys. Like when LT came out and started sacking guys, you go, they're going down in pieces. That's mm. how is that? That's the way Mike White got hit and picked himself up. Yeah. Oh my God, how guys must want to play with this guy. I, I would say the Jets guys, but Chargers are going to charge her. I totally agree. They should make it, and somehow they won't. I got. I'm going to say Belichick. I'm yeah, going to say he's yeah. going to figure out a way to get those guys in there. So I'll right. go with the Patriots. All right, we're playing fill-in-a-blank here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We got Herm Edwards. We got Harry Douglas filling in for the guys today. The next question on fill-in-a-blank. The Eagles will lose blank games before the postseason. Right now, they only have the one loss. So, Coach, the Eagles will lose blank games before the postseason. Uh, they're, they're my Eagles. I'm going to say they're going to lose one more. Hmm. That's it. They're really good. They got a good football team. Yeah, I'm going to go one more as well, but I think it's going to come in the uh, – what is it, week 18 now they call it? Week 18 against the Giants where they're resting guys. Uh, unless, you know, Nick Sirianni is saying, you know, Jalen Hurts, this is a pivotal moment for him to, you know, to get this MVP award, then that's a different ball game. If they're resting their guys, and I think the Giants are going to beat them in that game. You know, I took them to lose recently because I thought, not this last week, but two weeks ago, because I thought, I always think, like, what kind of team is that? Is that a one-loss type team? Is that a two? I figured that's a three- or four-loss type team. I'm starting to think that's a one-loss type team. They're so good front to back, but I think probably one more you guys are right because they're going to be sitting pretty. They're going to get to rest, guys. They'll get popped once before the end of the year, but that, that's a hell of a team. That's a 15-win team. Yeah. All right, the NFC divisional leader in the most trouble come playoff time is blank. Division leader in the, uh-huh. in the NFC, the most trouble come playoff come time. Who you got, Coach? That's not even hard, right? Minnesota Vikings. Right. I got I got the Minnesota Vikings too. You look at their defense; they're the worst in the National Football League right yeah. now. Struggling. Uh, they're struggling uh, to stop people, and I think in playoff football, that's not sustain. That's not going to be able to sustain and win games. The only thing is, the Bucks have not looked good, have they? And that is technically a division <laughs> leader. But you know what? In the end, I'm with you guys. It's the Vikings because I'm not going against Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady's on the field. I can't say that they. Uh, you know. Dak Prescott runs into Tom Brady. The Cowboys ought to win. And here we are late in the game, and people are getting tight, and there's Tom Brady throwing touchdown passes. I'm with you guys. I think it's the Vikings. All right, we got one more question, and it actually involves Tom Brady. Last one here on Fill in the Blank. Tom Brady should blank after the season. Retire, return, play somewhere else, 
What say you, Coach? I'm not going to speak for Captain America. Uh, I, I love him. Um, he can do whatever he chooses to do. He's earned the right to do that. But I, I think he's going to television. For me, I, I think this is going to be his last year. Um, unless he can find a situation like he did when he first went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and uh, where he can compete and win a Super Bowl like right then, right now in 2023. Otherwise, I think he's going to television too because there's a lot of money waiting on him. I think he's going to play again. I don't know. Uh, I think he'll probably be somewhere else. Guys, Michael Jordan, it didn't end pretty. No, I know. You know, like that's guys what you like hate. this, when you get to this level of competitiveness, they as long because Jordan averaged 20 his last season, yeah. you know, and by the way, before he got hurt in Washington, he was an MVP caliber player still, even though he was le- something lesser than Tom Brady still got enough to play in the NFL. They're no going to have have to rip the uniform off this guy. He loves it too much. He's too competitive. I, I think he's going to play. Uh, you know what? I, I'm not going to disagree, but when you watched him yesterday in that press conference, you saw a guy and you looked at him. You went, "Boy, it looks he's been like playing maybe. a long time." Man. Yeah, man. I, well, and you hate for him to have to talk like that, yeah. you know, because it, that, that that's Captain America. It's like, I man, agree. but it happens. You stay long enough. <laughs> And the game catches up to you. I also seen those San Francisco 49ers players on defense mm. hunting. When I mean oh, hunting, boy. hunting everybody on that Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense, including Tom Brady. He is no. in a league now where there are no more statues. Nope. Everyone except for Mac Jones, right? Like everyone who is in the league, Brock Purdy. Like I don't care yeah. if you're Mr. Irrelevant or yeah. you're the first overall pick. You got to move. You don't have to rush. You know, design run plays like Jalen Hurts or Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson, but you got to be able to move. And that was never Tom Brady. So it's a new league on top of all that. Oy. Hard. Hard league. Yeah. Hard league, Coach. <laughs> coach Herm Edwards, ESPN NFL analyst extraordinaire. Thanks as always, Coach. My pleasure. Thank you. Can the Niners reach a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy as a starting quarterback? No team's ever won a Super Bowl with a, with a rookie starting quarterback, let alone Mr. Irrelevant. Uh-oh. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today 
to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have a first start against the GOAT. It's going to be pretty cool. He made a ton of plays, made the plays that were there, made a lot of plays that weren't there. I see a quarterback that's really comfortable with what they're doing in San Francisco, like a guy that looks like he's been coached by Kyle Shanahan for more than one year. Brock Purdy. The cannon, the cannon. I don't know if he has a cannon, but he made some nice plays. Yates, Outshines Tom Brady. One there, Yates. In the first start as a 49er. Remember, he came in for Garoppolo early on. Looked good, and they won. But he started this game against the Bucs 35-7, to the final score. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, who I've argued, look at the record with him and without him all these years with the Niners. Big sample sizes in both cases. Jimmy Garoppolo, Purdy's making him look expendable again, right? Yeah. By the way, what do you do? If Purdy keeps this up, what do you do with Trey Lance? Spent all that draft capital on him, but... Purdy looks, look, very small sample size. Let's see what happens. He looks good. Eyeball test says he looks good. I think of him, Harry, as like a uh, Taylor Heineke plus. Like athletic, can move around, can get things done, but maybe better than that. At least he looks better in that offense. Well, I just love some of the things that he showed yesterday. Um, He already showed the week before when Jimmy Garoppolo went down that he could hold the ship afloat, right? So how's he going to do coming to a ball game starting against a Bucs defense that we probably knew was going to bring pressure? First play, uh, they get a chance early on in that ball game. um, You have a defender comes free and hits him upside the head. Now it was flagged, and I think from that moment on, he learned that, you know what, okay, I better lock in right now. And lock in is what he did. It's an understatement. He went 16 for 21, 185 yards, and two touchdowns. But for No me, interceptions. And no interceptions, exactly. Didn't turn the football over. This is the Keyshawn Johnson, Bill Parcells formula. That's the formula. That's the formula. <laughs> but for me, I think it was more so um, him showing his athleticism. And he had a, a rollout right to the right-hand side of the field. I thought Dro Tryon Shalinka was about to sack him. He basically stopped, turned on the brakes, and then delivered a nice football. You had another... Uh, case where the blitz were coming and he he understood what Debo Samuel, his hot route was and delivered that. Cover zero, you got Christian McCaffrey matched up with a safety, Logan Ryan, delivered a touchdown, another double move, Brandon Ayuk, a stutter go. And a lot of people say, well, he underthrew the football. Listen, I don't care if he underthrew the football. Number one, you had somebody bearing down the middle of his chest. He stood in there and he made the throw. That's the most important thing. He didn't overthrow him. It wasn't uh, incomplete. Yeah, if he leads the receiver there, he's Justin Herbert. Exactly. Like, what do you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want him to do? That's a pretty damn good play. And I think the the, the one of the, the better things I, I love seeing from him was the simple fact they're in a the tight red zone, right? And the play call wasn't a good one because the coverage dictated that it wasn't. He didn't waste any time taking that football, tucking it under his arms, and running in for a touchdown versus trying to just force something and make decisive. Something exactly. Using what he has, Brock Purdy outshines Brady in his first start 
as a 49er. They beat the Bucks 35-7. Now, the two touchdown passes ran for another score while becoming the first quarterback ever. How many, how many quarterbacks do you think beat Tom Brady in their first start against him? He's in the, the history one. of football, how many? He's the first one. Yeah, no one until now. Yep. Yesterday was the first time. Now, it turns out Tom Brady is 142 years old. <laughs> it took a while to get him. Now, old Joe Lewis tells him he beat Rocky Marciano. <laughs> he fought Rocky Marciano. So what you're saying, the baby dinosaur beats the old dinosaur, huh? <laughs> well, Purdy can move. Brady's really the last. of the, We'll see what happens with Mac Jones if he can stick around. But, you know, Brady's the last of the uh, immobile quarterbacks. There's no more. We still have, you have Matt Ryan still. And, it's, I'm, I'm, not, and I'm, not taking the, I'm not taking the shot at Matt Ryan. I'm just yeah, saying you're like, right. you talk you're about right. guys. You're, like, you know what? You're right. Brady, Matt Ryan, because Ryan resurrected a little bit since Jeff Saturday's been there. He's looked a little better. Joe Flacco, we seen when he came into the game yesterday. Back up. <laughs> Got sacked. Right. That's why Mike White is, you know, they don't, you know, Mike White starts mm-hmm. when Zach Wilson gets the ball taken out of his hand. Brock Purdy, how did you prepare for this start? Just the reps at practice and all that kind of stuff, knowing that you're the guy going into the game. Um, that was a little different. Other than that, you know, my emotions and everything, just in my hotel room, studying last night and all that kind of stuff, it's, it was all relatively the same. Um, and then when we found out, you know, we're getting the ball uh, to start the game out, that's when I was like, okay, like, this is getting real. Well, let's go. And so that's why I'm saying, like, to sort of get hit on the first play, it's sort of, I sort of liked it. But other than that, um, you know, it was just a, it was another football game. So uh, Debo Samuel had an ankle injury. It looks like a high ankle sprain. He should be back for the playoffs, probably gone for the rest of the regular season if that's the case. Um, so let's assume they sit Samuel for the rest of the regular which, season. Which for they second, should. Which they should, yeah. I, I assume they will. And by the way, they have CMC. I mean, you know, like it's funny because one's a receiver, one's a running back technically, but they can do a lot of the same stuff, exactly. right? And yep. together on the field, it is a problem. And Ayuk is good and Kittle, and they got a lot. Purdy got a lot of weapons. He's protected well. He's got a defense, all that. Are they the se- – if there's a consensus the Eagles are the best team in the NFC, not just by record, but eyeball test. And they clearly have an advantage at quarterback over the Niners in Jalen Hurts, right? And Purdy played well. He's not Jalen Hurts. Is this the second best team in the NFC, the Niners? I think so, and I, and I say it very convincingly. I know, I know a lot of people probably has have the Dallas Cowboys in that spot, not me. I have the San Francisco 49ers. Um, you look at this team, how they surged last year, then went to Dallas in the first round of the playoffs and basically played a physical brand of football and beat them. And then they come into this year, you got guys getting hurt early. So they didn't start out fast out of the gate, but at this moment right now, at this juncture in the season – they're surging, and they're one of the football teams that a lot of people don't want to play because of that physicality and how that defense is running around flying, hitting people. What defensive coordinators preach, see ball, get ball. That's exactly what they're doing, and there's a reason why D'Amico Ryan, uh, when, it, uh, when it comes up next year, is going to be one of the lead candidates for a head coaching job. It's because he has this, this defense playing at an all-time high. So I got them as the second-best team in the NFC right now. Two questions, both relating to Brock Purdy. One. If he continues to play the way he's playing, and let's say they mix in a loss there somewhere, you're not going to win every game. Yeah. But he continues to play the way he's playing. Jimmy Garoppolo gets healthy. You're in the playoffs. What are you doing? I'm sticking with Brock Purdy. Me too. I can't believe I'm Purdy. saying that, but me too. Here's the next question. He continues to play this way. He wins at least one playoff game. So the divisional round, we'll see. Maybe he's in the championship game. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's in the Super Bowl, maybe he's not, but at least one playoff win. And even in the loss, he plays well. Who has the job next year, starting quarterback? The Niners. 
Is it Trey Lance, who they've traded all that draft capital to move up and draft and then develop and then sacrifice the early part of the season for? Or is it Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant? Well, see, I think that's the key component into it. You see what San Francisco did. They invested so much into getting Trey Lance. I don't know how you overcome that. Well, just let him keep learning. Hold the clipboard, keep learning. If Let me tell you if it's me. I get the upside of Trey Lance, mm-hmm. why people want it to be that way, and he has a lot of talent. I, I'm not rushing. I, well, you got to get him on the rookie contract. No, you don't. You got four or five years. Especially coming off an injury. Yeah, four or five years yeah. to coach. Remember, Trey Lance, when he was drafted, was the biggest project. You know, Justin Fields was more ready, but Trey Lance, they thought, had higher upside. I don't know if that's true or and not. Me personally, the- coming into the season, I thought Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. should have been me starting too. the season. Me too. What are you rushing Trey Lance for? To, to get it under the salary cap? Never mind. More important than trying to win on the guy's rookie deal is trying to make a great quarterback. That's more important. If it's me, not only am I staying with Brock Purdy in these playoffs as he continues to play this way, but it's his job to lose next year, and I'll have Trey Lance keep getting better under the radar. Doesn't you know? Get him some work with the first team reps, all that kind of stuff. But I, I, if this kid plays like this, this could be my. I'm not. I'm good. And, I, and I'll say this: this is something I don't think a lot of people are pointing out. You got to remember, the Minnesota Vikings just lost, so now they have three losses. The San Francisco 49ers have four losses. So if they can get that two seed and avoid oh. the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, have someone play traffic NFC cop. NFC championship or, game. Or, or someone play traffic cop and knock the Eagles out before they ever have to see them. Ooh. That could happen. The Cowboys, yep. someone matches up with the Eagles in such a way. Funky week. Eagles get knocked out. Traffic cop. Boom. Niners are running unopposed. Yeah. For the last month, we've been telling you that all you had to do to win $2,500 every hour when you listen to this show was listen to the winning word and text it in. That's how simple it was. It's the easiest contest ever, right? Apparently not easy enough, Harry. Even though we reached out to every one of the 80 we thought winners, not everyone claimed their prize. Mm, mm, mm. Shame on y'all. In fact, listen to this. We got the numbers in. 13 potential prizes went unclaimed. What? 13. Double digits? What? Double digits. What? That is $32,500 unclaimed. And guess what? Their loss is your gain. We have more money to give away, and here's how it's going to work. During tomorrow's show, we're going to call 13 people who already entered the KJM 10K a day giveaway at the number they used to enter the contest. Anyone who entered the original contest is already entered to win. Answer the phone when we call. You win. $2,500. That's amazing. Listen all day tomorrow, Tuesday the 13th, and have your phones handy. We could be calling you with $2,500 just in time for Christmas. People at work are going to be like this. Does tonight feel like a must win for Bill Belichick and the Patriots? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C E-Bikes dot com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay today. The guy's back tomorrow. Harry getting ready to start his own show January 3rd. We're talking about Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio Daily, weekdays. Every Monday. Noon to 3 p.m. Every weekday. Every weekday. Yeah, James, stop saying that every Monday stuff and being cool. We're building. <laughs> the Monday night football preview is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. It is time for the Monday parlay, Harry. What you got? Set it off. Uh, Monday parlay. I'm going to go with, I'm trying to remember what I'm going to go with. Uh, where's my sheet, Max? Look at the screen up there. Can you see it from there? There we go. We're going to go with uh, Mac Jones. I got him under 224 and a half yards. Uh, passing yards. Passing yards, yes. The last time we saw uh, Mac- Let's not confuse that. You know, uh, rushing yards. <laughs> Mac, Jones. Mac Jones. Oh, boy. <laughs> Mac and cheese. Oof. The last time we've seen this football team, especially from an offensive standpoint, and Mac Jones, he was going to the sidelines and he was saying a few words that I can't repeat on this network because he's basically saying the offense sucked. Right. So I look at this team tonight. I just don't see Mac Jones throwing for over 200. <laughs> Got to ask who the quarterback is. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. This offense. <laughs> well, who's the quarterback? I just don't, I just, uh, I just don't see it happening tonight. All right. You're taking the under on Mac Jones passing yards. 224 and a hook. I'm taking the over on Kyler Murray's rushing yards, 35 and a hook. Who set that in stone? It seems a little low, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, Bill Belichick, what is his basic coaching philosophy? I want to take away your first and second best things. Beat me with your third best thing. Yeah. So, you know, stop Kyler Murray from running. But even if you stop Kyler Murray gets 36 yards rushing, you stopped him from running. Even if you stop him, he's going to get the over. So I, I like the over that. there. I would definitely bet that. And the KJM staff is going to weigh in with one since usually Key does one, Jay does one, and I do one. You're doing one for one of the guys. The KJM staff is going to do one for the other. What do we got? Yeah, uh, Yates and I put our heads together because if there's one thing we know about, it's winning parlays. <laughs> um, and we're, go- we're going with a uh, D-hop anytime touchdown. Anytime you know, it's interesting that Yates score. and James, they used to own this station. And now they, they, they work in the control room because of parlays. They lost so many parlays. Bad beats, man. To- we are terrible. So. Every, every time I hear from Yates, it's like, 
man, such and such making me mad. And what's his name? Yeah, you ma- Tell him I got some problems with him. You're a guy from the Falcons. Needed 40 yards. He finished with 39 for 7K. Jalen Waddle, 31 yards. Needed 40 last night for a little piece of change over at Mohegan. But it's fine. Who's counting? Uh, you know what? You know what? I'm with Yates, though. Betting parlays, it's like, oh, it's the dumb guy thing to do. No, it's not. Because, listen, so it's fun. like it's like when you go to Vegas. It's like when you go to Vegas. Oh, you might lose your money. But any other form of entertainment, you will certainly lose your money. You have the experience. You have the time. But in Vegas, you lose the money. You got the experience. But actually, you also might get – could you imagine buying any other good, like a like a, you're going to a concert, and also you might get the money – you get might get more money back? Yeah. Right? Like, that's it. So, what did you bet, Yates, on the parlay? What did you have on it? 20 bucks? The one last night, it was $15. I mean, How much? 15 15 bucks. It would have won now, what, what do, If you would have hit the parlay, what would you have gotten? It would have won me like two, two grand. Ooh. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, like, like he's upset, but it's not upset based on the money he lost. It's upset on the money he could have won. It's the best way to gamble. He has all the excitement. Of of almost winning, right? He didn't get it, but in the end, he's it cost him fifteen bucks for the whole experience. So, yeah, it's, it's a good deal. The Atlanta Falcons one, where, where you had Zacchaeus at the receiver, like what that would have paid you? About seven thousand dollars. And what did you bet on it? I can, we're not going to disclose that. It might have been two hundred dollars. It might have been twenty. But the okay. point is, it was a four leg parlay, and all that man had to do was get forty yards. So what, he had thirty nine. In the last week, what did you lose <laughs> gambling? Yates? Uh, probably thirty dollars. I try to keep it small. You know, for ten dollars dollars. Alan Yates for thirty dollars put injected a lot of excitement into his life for thirty bucks in terms of entertainment. Right? Think of how far that went. He didn't win any money. He lost the money. But had he won, and occasionally he'll win, he would have won thousands of dollars. Yet Yates, or, or you could be thirty dollars richer too. Like we're gonna look at both sides of this. See, I think parlays help you <laughs> keep the the expenditure in check. Right? Like people with gambling problems. Because they're doing the smart money bets and everything, but it makes it, it, it the so then they start better. to bet more money. But Yates keeps the total low by by giving himself more long shots, right? I, I think that's a good philosophy in Parlay's terms of way your life in gambling, huh? Yeah, yeah, right. Because it's a form of entertainment. It's not going to change your life one way or another. All right. By the way, your small business keeps you on the go. Progressive Commercial Insurance keeps your policy within reach with their easy to use mobile app. Learn more at progressivecommercial.com. Let me tell you something. I'm going to be getting into this on this just in 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. I suggest you check it out. Handsome host, uh, Harry Douglas. Tonight, here's my contention. You people get as mad as they want. I don't care. You're, you're never done writing your legacy. Bill Belichick's not done with his. He was at one moment in time the undisputed GOAT coach in the history of football. Certainly professional football, NFL football. He may still be the GOAT. He may be. Probably, he probably has the best argument. But he's not undisputed anymore. Because without Tom Brady, he's in his ninth year of coaching. He has one playoff win as a head coach in nine years, including this one. Next year, if he doesn't win a playoff game this year, and I don't think he will, he'll be in year 10, right? Better win one that you're never done writing your legacy. Yep. Like, imagine if Brady would have left him with the remains of Cam Newton and then a young quarterback. Let's say he would have made the playoffs all three years and made a run, won two playoff games. Once Now I'm sitting there going, look at what Belichick is doing with guys off the scrap. He would, oh, my God, I thought that's what was going to happen. It's not what happened. Tonight is must win, Harry. Must, must win. If you can't beat the Cardinals, you won't make the playoffs. And now we're going to look at Bill Belichick without Tom Brady and say the dude – 
made can't like forget about winning a playoff game can't even make it without him this will all of it goes in good and bad ultimately to weighing a guy's legacy this will have an outsized negative effect i believe if he can't win a game this game tonight i agree with you 100 percent um when i look at this team right i think the offensive woes is what they've been having right bill belichick he's the leader on this football team he chose not to get a guy to come in and, and garner this offense. And it's, it's come back to bite them in the foot. The last two games, right, on third downs, they're, they're six for 22, right? That's 27%. That's horrible. horrible. They're going to have to figure out a way offensively tonight to get things done against the Arizona Cardinals. He, a co- head coach's job, you choose the staff. He's also the GM. You choose the players. Correct. He went to the market. He bought the groceries. He cooked them up. This is what we have without Tom Brady. Got to be better than that, coach. We'll see you tonight. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Thank you, Harry Greeny. Up next, ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.